0: Welcome back to PR After Hours. I'm your host, Alex Greenwood, bringing you your weekly cocktail of PR and marketing tips that will help you and your business. back to PR After Hours. Hey, it's me Alex Greenwood. You know, we talk a lot about crisis communication planning and that is just a absolutely crucial part of your public relations and marketing program. Uh, You've got to be prepared for anything and one aspect of a good crisis PR plan is to have some things templated and ready because I'm here to tell you from personal experience when a crisis goes down, when the stuff hits the fan, the last thing most people have time for or even the mental capacity to do is write a complete new statement from scratch. That's why there's a good idea to use a lot of templated statements, get them ready to suit any kind of crises. I've had clients that have asked me, for whatever reason, depending on the type of event. For example, we had an event that would feature a heavy uh, population of people that typically are targeted by hate groups. So they wanted me to prepare a couple of holding statements and a couple of actual full-fledged press releases in the event of uh, an attack or fatalities. So we did that, and we call them kind of Swiss cheese back in the day. But uh, holding statements are not exactly the, the full deal, so to speak. It's more of something to put a placeholder in the situation when something happens. You know, this has a lot to do with time frame for response. Remember, one of the key things I always tell you here on this show is that when the public or the media has a void of information, especially during a crisis, it's human nature for them to fill that void with speculation, supposition, or perhaps commentary from people who really don't know what's going on. And, of course, everybody's got a smartphone and social media, so everybody now thinks they're an expert or they have something to say about everything. And the last thing you need is for people, including your own employees, to have something to say if they are not the duly designated spokespeople for your organization. Therefore, an effective holding statements buy you crucial time until you can figure out what's going on, what happened, and issue something more detailed. And it will also help you prevent, as I said, the spread of rumor and speculation, which just does no good for anybody. So I found a great article on PR Daily that um, I'll just kind of outline for you here and let you read all the uh, details. But there are six crucial parts, as they say, in this article, which was done by Adam Fisher. Right about April 19, 2020, which ironically was the date of my first crisis communication experience when I was at the University of Oklahoma Health Sciences Center. It's a medical school and a hospital complex, and that is where a domestic terrorist attacked our federal building. One thing that uh, I learned from that experience was I don't believe we had a plan. We definitely didn't have any holding statements, and to a degree it was understood, but there was definitely some speculation from people in the media. And that was not helpful in the early moments and hours and days of the crisis. So I'll talk more about that experience down the road. It's something that uh, I've been wanting to share after 25 years. I feel like it's something that I um, am more comfortable discussing. And we'll do that later. But let's talk a little bit about these six crucial parts of an effective holding statement. First things, empathy. Organizations need to show concern and sympathy for those who've been affected in a crisis incident you know, um, whether they've been physically injured or customers are unable to access their accounts because of a computer glitch, whatever it may be, um, or here we are in a pandemic. First thing that our leaders should do is express condolences to those who have suffered a loss, to those who have suffered a business loss, to those who have had their lives disrupted. It doesn't matter if it's pro forma. It's important, though, to have that key part of your holding statement and anything you do regarding something like this. Second thing is action. You need to show them that you're taking steps to rectify the situation and ensure that something similar cannot happen again. So even in the initial stages, it's important to outline what your organization is doing to deal with the crisis. Action statements. It could be something as simple like we've launched an investigation or we are coordinating with uh, local authorities. We will, you know, that kind of thing. Reassurance make sure you put the incident into context, show that it's isolated if it is, and if the crisis has been triggered by an accident, you know, you need to demonstrate that your safety protocols are being reviewed and they will be improved. Reassure that. And then examples. Use examples to support the message you want to get across. Look to include examples of the steps that have been taken in response to the incident, examples of the company's previously good safety record. That's very important, particularly if yeah, something goes down, a bad accident, and you don't have a history of this kind of thing, try to make it a non-oppositional crisis. An oppositional crisis could be one where your company is a known bad actor that has constantly, let's say, poisoned the environment or had accidents that got people injured or killed, etc. That, but if it's a non-oppositional, if it's like, kind of like the Tylenol tamperings in the early 80s, it was like Johnson & Johnson said, look, we didn't do this and we're we're victimized by this, but we're doing everything we can to fix it. That's a great case study to look up. Then there's details. In an ideal world, you'd be able to provide all the basic info that the media would want to know, you know, what, where, when, who, why, but likely right away in an incident like this, you just don't know. But here's the thing, the media does not necessarily expect you to have all the answers. But what they do expect is for you to not clam up. They expect for you to tell what you do know, what you're doing about it, on all those things I stipulated earlier. So make sure you have some details present about what's going on, what you're doing, what you know. Sometimes that's just enough to acknowledge something happened. Let's say something happened in our parking lot. We are coordinating with authorities and we will get back to you as soon as we know more. Then there's the update, number six. Holding statements can only hold for so long if you do not give an update soon. So this holding statement is is going to hold, I'd say it'll buy you an hour. And in that time, at least you can put out the holding statement. Then you can get with your crisis management team and your leadership, and you can figure out an actual statement to explain what happened and move on from there. So I'm going to put a link in the show notes to this article. This is all pretty common sense stuff, but I appreciate it. It's really nicely condensed here in PR Daily. I hope that this was beneficial. And remember, 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 the most important thing you can do is plan now. Some people have told me recently, well, we're in the middle of a crisis. It's a little late to plan, isn't it? No, it's not because, <laughs> sad to say, as bad as things are, they can always get worse. All right, I think it's last call here. I've got to... Uh, Turn on the ugly lights and shoo all of you customers out of the virtual lounge. And don't forget, all the information and the link to this article is in the show notes at prafterhours.com. And we'll be back next time with more tips, news, and views, and interviews on PR After Hours here on Anchor FM.